Hello, planet, and welcome to episode 42 of English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English in depth and detail, and hear about my travel stories from around the world. I'm Tim Sexton, native speaker, English teacher since 2005, and speaker of five languages, including English. In this week's episode, I'm going to tell you about how to learn irregular verbs, which are, of course, the verbs that have unpredictable past tense forms instead of using the usual D or ED ending. A lot of people try to learn irregular verbs using flashcards. On the front side is the base or first form of the verb, and on the back side are the second and third forms of the verb. When people practice, they hear or more often see the first form of the verb and then repeat it along with the second and third forms. Go, went, gone, see, saw, seen, think, thought, thought. Now, using flashcards like this can be helpful to review and to check and also to consolidate your knowledge, but I don't think that flashcards are a great or even a good choice as your main tool for learning irregular verbs. If you want to hear why I don't think flashcards are great, you can listen to episode 26, which had the title, Flashcards for Learning Vocabulary, Effective or Not. Given that flashcards should not be your main tool for learning, you need to find alternatives to them. In this episode, I will share some alternative ways of learning irregular verbs. These tools and methods already exist, cost nothing, are easy to use, and will improve your results. Before I start talking about these alternative ways to learn the irregular verbs, I want to do two things, though. First, I want you to download the PDF included with this episode with the list of the 80 or so most used irregular verbs. The list includes IPA pronunciations for hard-to-pronounce verbs and some notes about British and U.S. usage. These are the verbs you need if you have an A2 or B1 level, and for B2 students, the list will be great for reviewing. Second, I want to bring to your attention the fact that in order to remember the irregular verbs for longer, you need to pay attention to several different features of each verb. First thing you need to pay attention to is the pronunciation or sound of a verb when we hear it in speech. Second, we need to pay attention to how it is spelled or written on paper or on a screen. This is, of course, when you're practicing with flashcards or using, you know, a table um, with uh, with all the verbs in it. Um, this is the, the the aspect or the feature of a verb that you, you use most often. Um, well, with uh, pronunciation or sound, less so. Um, anyway, third and last thing you need to pay attention to is the fact that each one of these verbs has one or more meanings. This is so often forgotten when people practice with flashcards. It's so easy to just say the words and never once think about what they mean. Remember, everyone, that we use words to communicate ideas and not to say them in lists without thinking about what they mean. So, pronunciation, spelling, and meaning. You need to know all of them. So, with that, out of the, with that out of the way, let me tell you about six ways to learn irregular verbs better. The first thing is a general learning tip, which is to start with small steps. Very often I have seen students decide that they're going to learn all of the important irregular verbs and that they are going to do it in a single week. They start studying intensively, and pretty soon they quit. Or they succeed in memorizing the forms quickly, but then also quickly forget them. Deep learning the kind that makes you remember verb forms for years rather than days, is something that for most people happens over a period of weeks or months rather than just a few days. Second, when you start learning, focus on the second form of the verb only. 
The second form is much more commonly used than the third, and sometimes the second and third forms are the same anyways. So if you learn the second forms, it will be a bit easier learning the third forms later. In fact, in my list of about 80 verbs, um, around 8 or 10% of them have second and third forms that are just identical to each other. So also, it may surprise you to hear that when you hear even educated native English speakers talk, they often use the second form when in theory they should be using the third. Finally, learning the second form separately from the third one is less confusing. You still will need to learn the third form later. It's used in the perfect tenses, in the passive voice, and sometimes as an adjective. That last one being used as an adjective, that is a really underappreciated detail of the third form of the verb, but that's another story. And at some point in the future, I will make an episode on the third form, but for now let's focus on the second one. The third thing that you need to do is to listen to the irregular verbs. In order to remember sounds, the human brain uses a mechanism which is called the phonological loop, which I talked a bit about way back in episode 7, which has the title, The Chewing Gum Accent, which is about um, spontaneous, unplanned North American speech, and to a lesser extent, probably British speech, and how you can cope with it using the phonological loop which I'm about to explain to you. So now imagine for a moment that it is a quiet, cold winter day. Suddenly, in the distance, you hear a dog barking. Oof, oof, oof. After the dog stops making noise, you can still hear the sound repeating inside your head. You can even make the sound repeat for a long time, especially if the place where, you're, where you are continues to be quiet. The phonological loop is what makes the sound repeat inside of your head. You can control the phonological loop and make a sound repeat as much as you want to. You can use the phonological loop to learn uh, irregular verbs by going into Google Translate and typing in the past tense form of the verb you want to learn. Press the speaker button and listen to the pronunciation from the computer. After that, make the pronunciation repeat inside of your head several times. Then press the speaker button again. Do this a few times. This sounds really simple, but it takes very little time, and it really does work. I've also provided a free PDF in this episode that contains example sentences of the top 80 or so irregular verbs in context. You can copy and paste those sentences into Google Translate and listen to them too. Or you can just listen to the verbs alone. Again, I've got a PDF of them, including pronunciations. Now, if you want to listen to irregular verbs in several different contexts, you can use the website youglish.com. That's Y-O-U-G-L-I-S-H dot com. Youglish is a website that searches through all the many, many millions of videos on YouTube and find ex finds examples of words or phrases that you want to hear spoken. <clears throat> Youglish finds the exact moment in the video when your target word is used and starts right before that target word so you can hear it spoken in context. You can use Youglish with or without subtitles. The fourth thing that you need to do is to speak the verbs. Copy as best you can the pronunciation that you heard from Google Translate or Youglish. If you're using Youglish, you may try to repeat the whole sentence that you heard. You can also record yourself and compare your pronunciation with Google's. All of this really forces you to interact with the sound of the verb, which is something that really is missing usually when people practice with flashcards. The fifth thing that you need to do is to learn the irregular verb forms just like you would learn any other vocabulary items. Now, I've also, well, like any other vocabulary item, you should also do all the stuff I've said before, like pay attention to the pronunciation of it in the ways I've described. But here what I mean um, is 
checking first to see if you know the correct meaning of each irregular verb. That same PDF that I mentioned earlier that includes the example sentences will help you to do that. It contains example sentences of about 80 irregular verbs, and yeah, it will really help you out. Read the sentences for every verb that you're not sure about. Check in Google Translate or Cambridge Learner's Dictionary online to make sure you understand. I've written the example sentences so it's easy to understand the verbs from context, so you probably won't need to translate much. The last suggestion I have for you is to read. This one is not necessarily free, um, because books do cost money, especially the type I'm about to describe, but um, I want to tell you about it anyway, um, because it really is worth doing. You can optimize your reading to help you learn irregular verbs by doing the following things. The first is, this is the part that's not free, by reading graded or adapted books that are easy for you to understand. For example, books from the Oxford Bookworms Library that I talked about in episode 21, which was called Read Easy Books in English. And by reading a bit more slowly, so you can pay a bit more attention to each word. And by stopping every couple of minutes to write down the irregular verbs that you see. I suggest doing this for just a couple of minutes each day. And of course, you can make this free by, you know, just using the BBC website or something like that. But um, when you use Oxford Bookworms, which has pretty strict system um, of levels, then you can be much more sure that you're going to get material that's at the proper level for your, you know, your knowledge of English. So that is almost all for today. I want to add that I'm working on some new worksheets to help you learn irregular verbs, and we'll talk about them in future episodes. Now that's all. Thanks for listening, and see you all in the comments and next Monday. Thank you.